It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. If you want the best coverage from the farm system to the front office, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast, now on the Dub Network. Here are your hosts, Jeff and John. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 90. 90. I know. And today, Thomas Sejaci, who is tearing up Frisco right now, is going to join us in a little bit. But first, we got to go to the big leagues and talk about the big league team. Jeff, um, things are going pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah, we're doing this on Friday, whatever today is, the 21st. Right. And uh, it's the 21st, 21st. And, um, yeah, con- con- considering where this team was going into the All-Star break, uh, the way they've come out has been uh, really, really remarkable, really. I mean, they're 6-0. They're and oh. They've swept uh, the Guardians and the Rays. Two first-place teams and put yeah. them in second place. Yeah, yeah. The Rays then then promptly lost uh, last night to Baltimore. So they're on a five-game losing streak. So it happens to the best of them. The Rangers, hopefully, uh, they hit their skid there before the All-Star break at the end of that stretch where they played 30 games in 31 days. Let's be let's be honest. I mean, they were tired. They'll, they'll have another skid where they'll lose, you know, five yeah. out of seven. Something will, and, like that. I mean, it could be right around the corner. I yeah. mean the, the Dodgers Dodgers at Astros at Padres isn't easy, even though the Padres are are uh scuttling. Yeah, but uh, it might be a uh, a chance for the Rangers to get an up close and personal view of future teammates at the trade deadline. But uh, <laughs> when it, when you kind of look at this six and zero start, but that trade deadline is right there. It's going to yeah, be right about that right time there. they're there. Isn't yeah, it? that that. Um, the six and zero start. Uh, the pitching's been good. The bullpen's been good. Uh, we saw Roldis Chapman, you know, pitching in the ninth inning, which I know a lot of people want to see. Uh, Will Smith, though, but that's uh, not going to happen all the time. He's not said. all the time. Will Smith got the got the save. Uh, um, a couple of those games, so it's um, but things are you know things are afoot. You know, I I think you're seeing that um, there's. There's going to be a need to continue to play the the regulars like yeah. jo- like Josh Smith and Brad Miller just haven't played. Um, I, w- I would suspect that Josh gets a game at least, but um, they haven't played. Uh, Mitch Garver has really kind of been just a backup. I know he's DH'd a little, but they've also had Robbie Grossman in there, and um, it's a uh, it's well it's what time, they've done. It's time to it's time to win. It's time to get through this stretch. Uh, hang on and maybe even, you know, hey, pad the lead, you know, what whatever you need to do. But Absolutely. Um, They're in Houston, right? Because after Dodgers, that's here. Yeah. Dodgers are here tonight. By the way, it's Friday, like you said. Yeah. And then it's off to Houston and San Off Diego. to Houston, off to San Diego, home for uh, the White Sox. Right. And somebody else who I have forgotten properly. I think it's the <laughs> Angels, actually. So, anyway. Um, Where they might look at another potential teammate or that's going to be over Yeah, I don't – that'll be after the trade deadline. But I – you know – I'm, I'm, we'll talk about we're going to talk about Otani yeah. here in a second. Okay, but, but yeah, the things the teams are doing well, everything. Well, and the and the best lineup right now that he's putting together, um, the reason that Garver's not doing anything but backing up is because he's he's keeping Jankowski and Duran in the lineup. 
Yeah. And you can't argue with that right now. And yeah. by gosh, if you got those two in the same lineup, why wouldn't you have Jankowski out in the high school? Well, I tell out you, the, I tell you what, he he can play outfield one, and he's hitting like three thirty or something. You know, and I know it's limited at bats. He's not qualifier. Corey Seager's not a qualifier, but he has more at bats than Travis Jankowski. But uh, what a you know that's a that's a really nice story. You know, Jankowski had a had a really big hit uh, to kind of give a little cushion the other night. Um, you know that you, you can't say enough about the bottom of the order. You know, uh, Duran tied the game against Tampa, right? Uh, with, with with the with the home run, with the big home run that was Monday night in the sixth. Um, Tavares and Jankowski were very productive in the second and third games. So, um, and of course, you know Corey Seager is going to come up and hit a home run. Jonah Heim's going to come up and Seager hit a home being run. Seager. So I mean, these guys, these guys, you can't keep the top of the lineup down very long. Even Marcus Simeon's gotten hot again. So. Um, the, I'm not saying this is the best the Rangers have played all year, but they have played a higher a higher class of competition, and and have have shown well, and that's yeah that's also important because you got to learn how to win close games, and and because when you get down the stretch and into the postseason, games are going to be close. You're not going to be playing the A's and winning, or the Rockies and winning twelve to one. I mean, it's it's uh it's tight. You got to know how to win the games, and so far they're showing that they can. They've had timely hits. Um, the, the the lineup has figured things out eventually. You know they haven't scored early necessarily, but right. they they figured it out late. Uh, the defense has been really really good. A lot of key double plays have been turned, and then uh, again the the starting pitching has been been more than serviceable, and uh, the bullpen's been a lot better. And so yeah, the bull- good things. Hey, and good good news for Alex Spees who got Great. called up. Yeah, and we fun. talked to at spring training, and just uh, he was just bouncing around like a little kid at spring training. Kind of, he was back. Yeah, tell that story a little bit. He was you. You wrote yeah. about it. Yeah, well, I I tell you, we um, you wrote about it back then. Wrote it. Yeah, the story was on Rangers Today in uh, April seventh. So uh, go check it out. Month. Five ninety nine a month, thirty dollars for thirty five for six and sixty for a year. Um, I, I, it might have been our second trip, or, or my second trip, our trip that we went out there. Yeah. I was just walking back there, and I went, Dad, go I think that's Alex Spees. Yeah. And uh, it, it was. I double-checked with, with uh, Ross Fenstermaker, and, and indeed, it was Alex Spees who was back. He did not pitch. Uh, he did not play professionally in 2022. He took a year off um, to get his head straight. And, and in, in the story, um, he talked about why he did it. He had been injured. Yeah, um, I remember the injuries. I, I, he didn't say this, but I, I don't. I think there were some coaching situ- situations. He was he was might have been button heads with a couple of coaches uh, who uh, have since moved on or been moved on. And I don't think that Alex Spees is the reason for that. But um, he he continued to throw though. He was coaching little league. He said he saw the joy that those kids were having. It kind of kind of got him fired up again. Um, you know, he had a daughter right during COVID. And um, he was part of the uh, the alternate campsite, and so he he had to leave a little newborn behind and didn't get to see her, and I think that drove him, a, you know, was an issue for him. And look, the important thing is he got it straightened out. And if you, I, it, boy, did he! At at but at a time right now where mental health has kind of been at the forefront in our society, and even even with the Rangers with Eric Nadell. Um, trying to take care of some some things that he's been dealing with, um, you gotta ha- you gotta be in the right mind to to be your best. Yep. And the Rangers, good for them. 
They didn't walk away from him. No. They continued to check in on him. Boy, it's paid off. Um, well, they knew what they had. <laughs> yeah, a guy that, you, don't, you don't have an arm like that very often. You can't but also, teach 101 miles an hour. You no, know, there is a and, – and Chris Young has been – you kind of you, you hear it. He, he, they really do care about the player. They right. don't. They look at him at more than just a, a win or a, a loss. commodity. More than a commodity. They they really do invest in into these guys on the personal side. And um, look, whatever whatever has changed, it, it it's been between the years. True, uh, but he is throwing more strikes. He's added a cutter to go with his slider. He he's kind of pitching off of those pitches instead of his fastball, which is a little backwards considering he throws over a hundred miles per hour. But, right. Um, Whatever it is, it's working. Yeah. And in his debut, you know, he struck out three guys um, with, with with just a really good off-speed stuff. And yeah. the fast the fastball's still there, and it's always going to be there. And well, his wipeout pitch is not even a slider. Mm-hmm. They call it a, a what do they call it? It's a little. I, I was reading something about it, but he, he he's throwing it more than any of them. It's kind of a slider, but it whips a little more. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I think you know, on the radio broadcast they're calling it a cutter. Yeah, so maybe the cutter. That, it was a cutter. I'm okay. sorry. All right, um, but he throws his cutter, and it's 94, 95 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not quite. It's it's you know, Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera has the best cutter in, in baseball sure, history, yeah. and he threw it repeatedly. That was like the only pitch he would throw. Um, it's that's a one of a kind situation, and I'm no way saying that Alex Spees is Mariano Rivera, but um, there are a lot of ways to pitch. Yes, and you just have to figure out what fits you and. Um, so good for Alex. Uh, exciting time. The 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 down the downside to his promotion is that Taylor Hearn was designated for assignment. Taylor will be fine. Taylor needs to if he clears waivers and he accepts the the assignment. Well, he doesn't have a choice. He he he. This is his first DFA. So he if he clears, the Rangers send him to to Triple A. Okay. He doesn't he doesn't have a choice. Okay. New new thing I learn every time. But anyway. He's going to figure it out. They needed the 40-man roster spot. He may not clear waivers, which would give him an opportunity. But I think it's just getting his head right and getting – this is a six-foot-six lefty that throws in the mid to upper 90s. He'll, if he gets it figured out, he'll be back in the big leagues somewhere. Well, and, and, and maybe there are a lot of – maybe there are some similarities you can draw between Spees and Hearn. I mean, Hearn is um, – you know, he, 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 he has been basically the, in the same position for – since the Rangers got him uh, at the 2018 trade, dead, trade deadline, um, he has to throw more strikes with his fastball. Yep. And that's that's kind of what Alex Spees' deal was. He he could not command his pitches, and he would walk guys and get too many guys on base. And if you look at Hearn's numbers, he'd walk 24 and 39 in a third innings. And, you know, he, his his opponent's batting average is 232. That's respectable. Um, but – you just put these guys on base. He'd, he'd given up 35 hits in, in 39 and a third inning, so that's probably a little high. Uh, and, and when guys are on base and you give up hits, runs what are going to score. Yeah, so that's what happens. Um, and and you know you, you you can justify it a lot of ways. I mean, you look at this pitching where where that where Round Rock pitches. That that league is brutal on pitchers, and he had a 3.36 ERA. But if if you're not getting ahead of hitters at AAA and walking them. The problem is going to be twofold at the major league level, and that's you know you look at John Fernandez, spectacular numbers, but he's not getting ahead of hitters, and right. until until that's rectified, he's not going to be with the the big league team. He's trending the right way, from what I understand, but that's kind of the little thing that's holding him back. Yep. So, 
Um, and I, I, I guess, you know, this we're talking about relief pitchers here. Um, that, that takes you to the trade deadline. Um, you know, is a Jonathan Hernandez a guy that, that can come up and help the team? Yes. Can you – do you still need other relievers? Yes. Yes, yes and, you do. Um, you know, right now Josh Spores is on the the injured list and, you know, they said it's not a they, – they act like it's not a big deal. Um, you know, it's right biceps tendonitis, which forever in my mind is going to be the the – it is what the Rangers said was wrong with you, Darvish, in spring training in 2015 before he had Tommy, Tommy John, John surgery. So every time I hear that, I, I you went you went a little Darvish bit. And, um, but you know, also with Darvish, they quickly in two days said, "Oh no, he needs Tommy John surgery." They haven't said that about Josh Spores, which is good. Yeah, uh, he's having a you know his best year. I st- I'm still not sure that he's a guy you want pitching in the eighth inning. In the, he's not a leverage guy. He's got the a American League Championship Series. With we one we figured out the guy can have some value. That fastball, when he's locating what he wants, he's got a, a nice fastball and that slider's good. His deal is he really is more of a he, – he's a, a six, seven inning guy that comes in and certainly – like you know that three righties are coming up that they're not going to pull out of the lineup, yeah. then that's when you need spores coming in. Yeah, and and um, again, he, he's shown that he can, can help the team. He – he got he's got he got some big outs there, you know, from, sure. from that June, late May, early June stretch when they were playing so well. Um, but he also might have been worn out, and they're using him a lot, right? So this rest might might be a silver silver lining, you know, if, right. if you know get get everything calmed down. Assuming it is just a little little issue with his right biceps, and get that fixed and and come come out fresh. Yep. Um, so. But yeah, I still think two relievers and a and a starter. Okay. Well, you could get you could also get a bat and a starter and one guy. Let's go into talking about trade deadline. It's time to start talking about it because let's be honest. This is the twenty first. We got about nine days, ten days, and this eleven thing. days. It's oh. it's going to be the trade deadline is August first. August first. Well, I'm going to be out there. I know that day it'll be out there. I think it's a Tuesday, maybe or uh, anyway. I trade deadline day to me is one of my holidays. I'm going to okay. go out there and be out there. When they open the gate, and I'm going to sit there and play on my computer. <laughs> I don't even care about batting practice or anything else while I try to figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's it's an it's an aggravating day as a reporter. Yeah, um, not for me. For you, uh, it's aggravating you know, for it, me. <laughs> it was, and you know, the Rangers have done a great job. Uh, like the they broke the Arolas Stratman trade. You know, them mm-hmm. and the Royals. They kept it under under wraps. There was no like Ken Rosenthal or yep or, or Jeff pa- Jeff Passan. Who, by the way, broke his back. Broke, broke his back. A tree branch fell on him. He lives in Kansas City. I sent him a text because I had a, I didn't get hit by a, a branch, but I had a similar injury uh, in 2009, and I shared my thoughts with him. And his wife, his wife is a nurse, so there's plenty of uh, medical expertise nurse. on that side. But um, anyway, he 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 tweeted out what happened and said, "Don't worry, I'm still working." And you can work once it once. My experience, once you get over that first week and the pain subsides, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a fracture. The disc is fine. So that was the case with me. And once it's healed, he'll be fine and go out and work out. And and, 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 and the way these guys – I'm guessing you you know this too. I want to get into certain players they might do, but these guys know because they're they're in cahoots with the with the agents. They are. But and, agents float uh, stuff too to try to get – Well, and, and I mean, there are, there are teams that know how to play the game, and they, and they play it. Um, but yeah, I mean, typically when a trade 
is consummated, the player finds out, the player calls the agent. Yeah. Or they, you know, and, and, and he's like, well, what do I do? This, that, and the other, and the other, another, the other team calls all this stuff. So what might happen in a, a room among trusted people, once it's like you tell somebody with the team, Hey, he need, you need to call this guy. He's been traded. Um, you know, then that's one call from outside the room. Then it multiplies because the player calls his family, agent. his agent. Maybe his agent is like, "Hey, Ken or Jeff, guess what just happened? My guy yeah. got traded." Yeah, and so then they can quickly put it together. But um, you know, where there's and where there's smoke, there's usually fire. It's usually everything has happened, right? And then okay, and then it's announced. Look, but we, well, look, yeah, we, we, we can got? go into every name that everyone's talking about, and there are a lot. Um, I, I think Padres ought to line up with the Rangers with something maybe if they're really yeah. going to go into sell mode. I obviously think the White Sox might have something they can do. Kansas City still has some people, but everyone in the world wants to talk about Otani. And yeah. I, I have stated, I got ripped a little bit on it too. First of all, this new thing that's come out has been that they're not even going to entertain it till 24 to 48 hours for the deadline, which I yes. think hurts the Angels, which is stupid. That's posturing. That's just them trying to... But I say, and I continue to say this, Artie Moreno is too big an idiot. He is not getting traded. Yeah, there, there's the... Everything the Angels do, there's the Artie Moreno factor. and um, He's not going to listen to anybody but Artie Moreno. He may have a president of baseball <laughs> operations going, this is the dumbest thing we can do. We're not going to get back in this thing. We may have a very slight chance to catch a wild card spot, yeah. but we're nine games out of the... the the race, no matter what, and and let's be honest. You, do you want to set a, a pick that I think I saw someone said that that pick might fall somewhere in the sixty-five to seventy-five range? Yeah, that player, you could get a few players right. over that. How dumb are you not to to listen to that? Yeah, and know, it's not going to be as big a deal as they think it is. I don't think. Now, the Angels have played better, but they are without Mike Trout. They're without uh, uh, Brandon Drury. Uh, they're without Anthony Rendon, which is nothing new for them. Um, so they're they're a they're 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 playing better right now, winning games than they probably should be, um, and and it, it might it might catch up with them. But uh, you know, Otani obviously is a fabulous player. Oh my gosh, hard hard to He's got hard a blister going, is he? Is that well, a- he had one before the All Star break, and um, he didn't pitch great against the Astros, so maybe it's. I think he's still supposed to pitch tonight, though. But anyway, um, you know, with with on the Artie Moreno factor, um, he wants he wanted to sell the team earlier. You know, not not too long ago, and he decided not to. Well, people who are interested in buying teams don't want to walk into big financial commitments, right? Like the like the Angels have with Trout and Rendon, and would have if they or to resign Otani. Um, you know, so if he wants to sell, if he does want to sell the team, he's got to get rid of some salary. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, I, I wrote this Sunday in the Sunday read at Rangers today. If you're going to trade Otani, you might as well trade trout. Yeah. You know, and, and, and try to try to unload that too. And, you know, if he wants to get rid of a bunch of salary and, and sell the team, that's one way to do it. Um, you know, Otani is a, is a gate draw. Uh, he's you know, the best player in the world, but it, whatever, whatever is, whatever the Angels try to do doesn't work. Right. And the Otani thing, yes, he's a great player, but they haven't won a division. 
They haven't made the playoffs. No. Mike Trout's played in the playoffs once He's in his He's getting career. frustrated, too. Did you see that video? When he no. got So he – I look, I, I don't know if he had a bat at bat. I don't know what he had. But he, he came in. He came into the dugout. He slammed something down. He sat down, and Rendon tried to comfort him over there. And he, he just looked at Rendon and went like that, like, don't get away from me. Hmm. And I think – look, it, a bat at bat can frustrate. Players carry that into a dugout or do whatever. Yeah. But I would tell you that – you know, the big thing that a lot of people are talking about Moreno is if he does this, he wants a chance to sign him back is what he keeps posturing. I want a chance to sign him back. Let me tell you one way that you will lose – look, money's always going to talk, and if he comes and offers $750 million as opposed to $500 million that everyone else has, Otani's stupid if he doesn't take that. Mm. And Moreno might be the only idiot that would do that. But what I'm saying is if you want a chance even to get in the room and talk about coming back, if you don't let him go for a playoff run when you're falling out of it this year, I mean, a player might hold a grudge on that and go, look, you know what? I, I know money's going to talk, period. Yeah. The most money's going to win. I, don't, it's, I know they might want to play somewhere or whatever, but if there's a huge significant difference in money, I mean, Alex Rodriguez wanted to play for the Yankees, and, and Tom Hicks came up with his big wallet and threw it down on the table, and all of a sudden he's like, well, I can't ignore this, and he yeah. came here and got roided up and hated every minute of <laughs> he it. He already roided up. Yeah, and he ended up getting <laughs> traded and all of that. I, I still maintain that if, if I'm wrong – I'm going to give away a Rangers Today baseball hat to somebody. I don't know. I say Otani doesn't get traded. Okay. Well, um, I, I don't know what, what's going to happen. But the smart move is to trade him. You know, and, and, and look, they, when, they, when they say we're going to wait till the very end, they're giving him a chance. That's the front office giving the, the, the Angels players a chance to get into contention and right. give them a reason to keep Otani. Um, now, if, if I'm the Rangers, of course you check in on it. Shoot, yeah, you're going to kick the tires. There's no you, way you, you don't. You check in. But, you know, MLB.com had something this morning about, um, well, you know, what, what would this trade look like? And it looked like, at least they, I think they said, Acuna, um, Foskey, Harris, Leiter, White, and Ezekiel Duran. They might not have said Foskey, but it was, it was way too much. Right. You know, uh, Shohei Otani for two months would be great, but it would guarantee you absolutely nothing. Right. And um, I, I've said this, if if it's me and if I have a chance to get Shohei Otani or Juan Soto, I would go to Juan Soto because Juan Soto still has another year of control. He plays in another league. Right. So you don't have to watch these prospects that you're trading away become stars and then beat you multiple times a exactly. season. Um, so I I just would stay away from the Otani trade. If you want to try to sign him in the offseason, that's great. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's, that's Ray, just that's putting Ray your wallet Davis's on the table. prerogative. And, you know, uh, uh, there were six teams, I think, that met with that Otani selected in 2000, late in 2017 to, to meet with, or maybe it was 18, I don't remember, whatever year it was. Um, the Rangers are one of them. Yeah. You know, so were the Mariners. Uh, the Dodgers, the Cubs were the, the team that was furthest east. So they're, when, when people say, oh, the Yankees and all of this, I don't think he's, he wants to be on the East Coast. I don't think a lot of the, 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 the Pacific Rim guys, I mean, they'll go where the money is no matter what. But for travel-wise, going home and all of that, you know, it, it, it's a little 
you know, you can knock off three or four hours if you're down on the West Coast going home than, than, than coming from the East. And money's going to talk, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But they do tend to, every time they say there's teams in on somebody, they, they do tend to point to the all the West Coast teams, the, the you know, Middle America teams. And then the, the Cubs do kind of, I know the Cubs ended up with what's-his-name, who's been hurt. Suzuki. Yeah, who's been hurt since he's, Yeah. I mean, he, he's never really gotten a chance to get rolling there. You know, the big, the big top coming out of Japan is that pitcher. Yeah. Um, I can't say his name. S- S- Sasaki. Or, um, he's 22 he's or something. He's still like so young. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if but there's, there's all been, he does is pitch, but he pitches pretty good. There's been grumblings that they're going to post him. Well, that'd be interesting. And and but he may fall under what Otani did where he right. has to come over here as an international free agent and you have to hold him under that certain cap money. But it's 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 more about with these guys they want to get here and they want to play against the best competition. Well, and and if you look at Otani as the poster boy for that, I mean, he's going to make a ton of money, yeah. you know, and he he already is through arbitration and everything. So, but anyway, all right, we, we've we've talked too much about Otani. I don't trade for him. I look for somebody else. I look for Dylan Cease. That's who you love. You love Cease. I don't necessarily like a trade for um a a, a rental. Um, you know, there are some good ones out there. I think J- Jordan Montgomery with the Cardinals is kind of an under under the radar, under the radar guy. Uh on on the Padres, I really like Josh Hader. Mm-hmm. Um it would give it would give the Rangers three lefties at the back of the bullpen. And I'm kind of on the record about saying I don't really like left handed closers, but there are exceptions, and I think Chapman and Hader Hader would be exceptions. What about uh Beno- uh Bednar? Yeah, sure. If you can work something out with the the Pirates. I mean you know, it's kind of like if if you aren't going to contend, if 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 you want to stay in this perpetual rebuild mode, a closer does you no good. No, so you might as well trade him. So uh, you can look at that too. Uh, there's a lot of that's things why that Keller isn't going anywhere because they're not that far away from getting some good talent there, and that's why I think it, Keller. It, yeah, it, you know that O'Neill Cruz has been hurt for them this year after he broke his leg or whatever. So um, they're not playing with a full deck, but. Um, and they're not terrible, you know. They're an no. okay team. They had a really good start, but um, they're they're going to sell. And if you have something to sell, I you know, I again sell sell a reliever because yeah. you you can you can find a reliever. So again, need a starting pitcher. I like Dylan Cease. Need relievers. There's a lot of guys I like, and I'm okay with a rental for a reliever. Um, what about Bellinger and an outfielder? No, do they I, need him? They don't, I don't really think need you need an outfielder. You really don't. If Duran's going to be your left fielder, or Duran Jankowski is your left field, you're going to be okay. Yeah, that's a that's an above three hundred. Well, so what you do is when you, when you've got a great lefty on the field, you're going to put Garver at, at DH and Duran in left field, so you have more of a right-handed lineup. But if you're going normal, you've got Duran and Jankowski. You're going to keep in that lineup. You have a great defensive outfield, and I there's they, there's not enough said about good defense. Period. Yeah, and the yeah. Rangers' offense defensive outfield is good. Yeah. Now the outfielder I would get is Juan Soto if he's made available. Well, sure, yeah, you know, and and look, you know, it's it's again you're training with the other league. AJ Preller has depleted the farm system. Here he gets an opportunity to to rebuild it mm-hmm. and go ahead and make another big trade in the offseason or something. So sure. um, that's where I'm at. So we'll get into more in the trade deadline on the next show because it's going to be we're gonna, it'll be right on. It'll be it'll be getting we'll close to it to too. Talk. We might have pl- new players to talk about. To right honest. now we got to get to Thomas to Jason. Yeah, we do. All right, guys, so Frisco Rough Riders bringing you Thomas to JC right after this. 
The guest today, Thomas Sejaci, is brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders. Jeff, what's going on in Frisco? Well, you know, they're going out of town here after wrapping up the series here on the 23rd. But that's okay. That's okay because they have a, they have a big event at, the, at Riders Field during, during the road trip. They are playing host to boxing fans. So if you, if you like boxing... You need to be at Riders Field on Saturday, July 29th, where you can watch the Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence fight. Spence is the, the local guy from Dallas. Terrence Crawford's from o- Omaha. He's a lot of people think pound for pound he's the best fighter in the world. Uh, he hasn't lost, so that's pretty good. But he is getting older, and and Spence is a young and up and comer. So, but if you if you're looking for a new way to watch a fight. Go on out to Riders Field, watch Errol Spence against Terrence Crawford, Saturday, July 29th. Go to MILB.com slash Frisco for more information. All right, guys, and joining us right now from Frisco, where the Rough Riders are in town, it's Texas Rangers infielder Thomas Sejaci. This is his second time on, and, man, he is tearing up. Double A's just too not enough for him. That's right, it's too easy. Too easy. What's going on, Thomas? Hey, I'll do it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate Thanks for it. coming on. I know we've been every time I've seen you here the last three, I don't know, three or four months, been like, hey, we got to get you on. Got to get you on. And last time I told you today was the day and by God, it happened. So here he is. <laughs> thanks for thanks for I don't know if you had to wake up early or you're putting off lunch. Well, I guess it's not lunch yet, but putting <laughs> off any plans. We appreciate it. Um, So what's going on, man? You're uh. Yeah, I know, I know you kind of got a late start to spring training and maybe that carried over into the season, but since like the end of April, you're killing it. What's working? Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't really know. I'm just, I just try not to uh, pay too much attention to the results and just kind of keep my head down and really just trust my instincts with my swings and, and my feel and, and that's kind of just what's been working, you know. It's I think a big thing for me too is like not really uh, panicking when I don't feel right. It's like maybe look at it more of a challenge. Like, oh, this is gonna be fun to see if I could somehow beat this guy when I don't when I don't feel my best. So, okay. Uh, so, I I th- I think I know the answer to this. Would you rather? But I might not. Would you rather go? one for four and hit four bloopers or would you rather go oh for four and smoke the ball four times one for four one for four one for four with a blooper and oh for four and smoke it four times yeah that's a tough one those are pretty (laughs) even honestly yeah the thing with the oh for four is you're like, okay, I'm feeling good for the next day, for the next couple of days. The one for four is like, okay, yeah, I got my hit, but I'm not like really where I need to be. Where, what are the other three? They're 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 not they're they're not. They're good. All... How about they're not in good content? Yeah, yeah, no good exit velo. I'll probably take the one for four. <laughs> gotta have results right this is a results-based business i mean yeah i mean a hit and not a hit you know i'll probably take the one for four but but i'll take i'll take both of them happily honestly 
<laughs> but I, I think I think my point is that you know you you, you want to hit the ball hard every time. Yeah. And it seems like that the people I talk to and um seems like you do that as well as anybody. And they, they say that there's a knack for getting the barrel on the ball. Do you I mean are you are you do you have that knack, I guess? I mean, do you can you consciously put a barrel on the ball or are you just up there trying to hit the ball? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I, I'm not consciously trying to do that mm -hmm. at at times I have been throughout the year, um, consciously trying to put a barrel on the ball, but I wouldn't say that's like a main thing that I'm like trying to do. Uh-huh. You know, obviously you're trying to do it, but I'm not, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm consciously okay. trying to put a barrel on the ball. So you step into the box. What's your approach? Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, I find this. Uh, I, I used to ask this question, and I I've always thought there's one approach, and there's kind of a main one I stick to, but I find it changes pretty often just based on what I feel or 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 what I'm feeling in that moment. And kind of who's on the map. Well, that doesn't really dictate it usually. But based on what I feel, kind of, it it, it changes often. But uh, one that I like a lot is just looking for a fastball middle, middle in. And then setting my sights there. And then that's one of them. Another one's just go be free and have fun. You know, like that. I have a whole bunch that I kind of just... Whatever I feel in the moment, I'm like, oh, that that feels good right now. So let me just do that. So uh, you're 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 hitting over 300. Your OPS is over 850. 881. It's almost 900. Uh, correct. Thank you for correcting me. The um, and you lead the team in home runs. Do you find yourself getting pitched any differently now than maybe you were? Did do teams recognize that? You're this badass hitter in the box, and they, they got to be careful with you. <laughs> um, definitely a, a little bit before the All Star break, I was getting pitched just a little, little differently, a lot more breaking balls, mm -hmm. and I felt like I felt a pre I felt myself for the first time, maybe since high school, that I really felt it. I felt like I was a kind of a threat in the box, and that pitchers could feel that. And just some at bats, I'd feel like, dang, he just spiked like a two-zero breaking ball. Yeah, and I felt like, all right, this he—he's kind of like, I don't want to say scared, but I just felt—I don't know—I felt good, and I was like, all right, that's. It's ter terrified. That's yeah. that's the right. <laughs> so so explain this. I, I think I know what you mean when you say spike a two-zero breaking ball. You mean make a swing at it like maybe you're fooled so he'll try to come across the plate again is that what you're saying try to deep no, I'm saying in the dirt throws in the dirt yeah well, like like 2-0 you would say all right he's going to throw me a heater but instead yeah they're 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 showing him respect okay, they're showing him respect by throwing him something that isn't straight he's still spiking a curveball even after he's gotten down on you i see what you're saying and that's yeah. usually usually like a 2-0 it's kind of like catching a lot of the zone in a way 
I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I'm not in the mind of a pitcher, but I feel like if I'm a pitcher and I throw to a curveball it's, or to a slider, I'm going to make sure it's kind of in the zone. Right. And when I see him, like, not even close, I kind of feel like, okay, I, I feel like they're afraid of me type thing. Yeah, that was well, just a couple of times before the all-star break. But, I have uh, absolutely no idea how that feels. I don't think anyone's ever been afraid of me in the box. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you, you had that great week against Springfield where you, you hit like five, over 500 and you were the player of the week in the Texas league. Um, it seems like it would seem to me like as a series goes on, especially with you guys playing these guys six times in a row, that, that it, that the way you get pitched could change in in, the, in a series. Have, have you noticed? Have you seen that happen to you or Evan or whoever else? I have. I've seen that happen. Who did I see with that? I, I saw it happen to myself. I trying to remember who it was against. I think it was the it was against Midland. Okay. I. Uh, and I don't know. Like the, I don't know for a fact. But um, the beginning of the series, I think they were pounding me with, with breaking balls, like show me a fastball up and in occasionally. But mostly just pounding me with pounding with breaking balls. No, it was breaking balls and fastballs away. And then I crushed a breaking ball. And, then, you know, obviously they're still going to throw a breaking ball. But yeah. then they started going more. I remember one game. I was like, oh, they went fastball away like a lot. And they went there with two strikes too. And then um, I got a hit on fastball away. And then maybe I got a couple hits to right on fastballs away. And then they started coming in. Hmm. And it like it was funny to kind of see that. But it's kind of a it's an interesting thing because I feel like you know, if I'm a pitcher, I'm going to pitch to my strengths. Just like I'm a hitter, I kind of hit to my strengths. Right. So, in a sense, I'm sure there's guys that – I'm sure they look at scouting reports, obviously, but um, there's only so many pitches that you could throw, too, you know? Right. It's like, you got to throw it over the plate at some point. I agree. Yeah, can't walk, guys. Nope, so. Uh, how are, how are you feeling defensively? It looks like you've kind of settled in there at third. I know you can, <clears throat> I know you can move around. Um, I was there July 4th and you made a nice diving play and, um, do you, do you, is, is third your place and, or, or is there some place you'd rather be? I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm fine wherever they put me, to be honest. I like, I get comfortable at second for a couple of games. <laughs> I get comfortable at third for a couple games. Um, third is a little, a uh, little less natural for me. But after like, after I've played it for for quite a bit in pro ball, I'm pretty comfortable there too. So, you know, wherever wherever they put me, I'm I'm happy to go. Have you have you have you ever played in the outfield? I mean, ever maybe once for like a couple innings or something. <laughs> like, a, like a little league or what? They're killing a team. They put their best players out in the outfield. They put some of their 
they're 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 players that want to get a little work in. So that's probably what it was. <laughs> uh, in Little League, I played right in nine U. I remember that. I actually I played right. All right. And then somewhere in middle school in a scrimmage, I played I played outfield. But that's so, all so I can when you were were you when you were nine, were you out picking daisies in in right field? Because <laughs> the right the right fielder for my son, my son's team would occasionally be picking picking flowers and not picking attention. He could get distracted. He could get distracted. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Hopefully, I was pretty into it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, do do you? I mean, this this time of year, with a a team as good as the Rangers are in the major leagues, there's all this trade talk. I'm not saying that you're involved in any of it, but are you are you guys as players aware that? Geez, things might change. Things in the next might week. be changing. Yes. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty aware of it, but at the same time, it's like you think of it for one second and then it's like, okay, I gotta go. Like I gotta go get my stuff to get, like, I gotta go do my, do the stuff I need to do for today, you know? So it's like, yeah. you're aware of it, but then it's just kind of like, all right, cool. But let me just go get my stuff done today. And then, and then I kind of forget about it. But um, because it's just a, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, there's not really. I feel like you can't really prepare yourself for that, and you shouldn't. Because, I mean, maybe prepare yourself. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe prepare yourself a little, just that it's a possibility. But I feel like you just got to take it one day at a time. Because it's just such a, such a weird thing, and and can happen on the fly. I guess so. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you this, it, not every minor league player is in that situation. You have to play yourself into the fact that somebody might be looking at you because they value what you are, and you've put yourself in that position. Look, you're in double A, hitting over 300, lead the team in home runs, OPS, you put good at bats. Um, I would say some team that that's a player that other teams might look at and go, we've got a place for him. And you know what? That's a, that's a testament to you because there are some players – that aren't being looked at by other teams. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm, we don't want you to leave. We we like you here, Thomas. We like dealing with it. But, <laughs> but but you know what? Being traded never hurts a player. That usually means someone's got an idea for you, and it might be good for you. But yeah, you know, for hope sure. you're still hanging around here so we can give you some crap and talk about how you love to grind it. That's right. <laughs> so so, still no batting gloves, right? No batting gloves. I used one earlier in the year but i know i saw it remember i confronted you on it i was like what are you, you were doing batting practice i think I said, man i got <laughs> i got a blister man i got a blister and I got <laughs> yeah, is it, yeah. Is, it hard, is it hard to grip the bat when it's 100 degrees or 105 um luckily there's pine tar and i i, I tend to spray my bat or put pine tar on my bat every at bat so it's not too bad because it's just sticking to my hand at that point. That's but it. without pine tar, I would definitely have thrown it a couple times this year. <laughs> yeah, it just seems that's you know, like Josh Smith doesn't use batting gloves. Yeah. And, and he'll he'll bend over and pick up some dirt out of the batter's box. But he's yeah, also yeah. in a 72 degree yeah, air conditioning right. and, and Thomas is out in 105 degree weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but what do you do when you get a blister? I mean, you got to get them, right? You just suck it Yeah, up. I mean, at this point, most of the time I don't just because my hands are pretty calloused. But, yeah, just wait, I guess, and then, you know, use a batting glove. It's fine. It's not that bad, you know? It's not that in the world. People deal with it a lot worse, so. <laughs> so do you do anything to get make your hands tough like in the off season because like what, what was it moises alou who said that he used to pee on his hands <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to know about that but i mean <laughs> i think there are some things that like guys tried to do to make their hands tough yeah, we don't care if you're hawking loogies on it or whatever but you know keep the urine out of it <laughs> i don't know whatever um, works i mean I have done that, and it does work in my experience. <laughs> All right, really? Okay, that's, that's yeah. It must be the the uh, what is it? The ammonia or something in there? That I don't know anything about pee. <laughs> I looked it up one time, and it said it doesn't do anything, but I know for a fact it does work. <laughs> All right, but so, I don't hold really on, hold on. <laughs> Did you just let it dry? Well, it's usually just like in the shower or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 All right. So you're not, <laughs> I'm not just letting you're it not dry the, and go. You're not at a restaurant saying, hey, I got to go pee on my hands real yeah. quick. I'll be right back. No, He's not no, coming no. up third in an inning and running to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> trying to get, trying to get the hands ready. Just, hey, you know, these are, these are things you need to know. This guy wants to be a big leaguer, whatever it takes, man. Yeah. Whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. All right. But so, honestly, uh, for the most part, it's pretty my hands are so callous at this point and as long as i keep hitting yeah they're pretty they're fine you know gotcha and you got a routine through the out uh, through the off season too so you're you're gonna be hitting in the off season too and keeping it it's not like you take six months off and don't hit yeah exactly yeah all right um so you, you're rooming with evan and his wife yes. and dog yeah what's the dog's name jp jp or for jumbo what i've jumbo told, paddington yeah that's right yeah what's that it's a they had a they had a they had a schnauzer well, been, and then they got a giant schnauzer yeah he had a mini schnauzer named paddington and now he got a giant schnauzer okay and named so him jumbo, jumbo paddington but that right. goes by jp jp all right it's not julio pablo it's, <laughs> it's just, uh is it he he he's he's this you know they're they're newlyweds and I know you're his roommate last year but is it is it is it is it at all awkward or is that all out of the way now? Not at all. I mean, I've known I've known Kaylin his wife since I've known Evan at this point. Okay, and she was there a lot last year. You are in the same draft, so. Yeah, so at this point, it's just kind of like we're all friends-ish, you know? They're kinda, I, we joke around and say that they're my parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do they cook for you and do your laundry? <laughs> they do clean a lot more than I do. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, well, you know how this works. We turn it over to John at some point and... um 
turn it over to John. All right, we'll have just a few fun things before we get you out of here. Um, all right, we're gonna go about your teammates now. I want to ask a few funny things about your teammates. Hey, who's the who's the best dressed guy you're playing with? Best dressed guy. Um, either Jax. No, Biggers was one we've gotten Jax. before. We've gotten Biggers before. I don't want to give him the satisfaction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want, I'm going to say Ever Bueno. Okay. Okay. Bueno. Okay. Who's the Who's the funniest guy? Who keeps everybody light? Head, I mean, cracked up and all of that. I'll go with Jax for that one. Jax is. Biggers is. Okay. So Biggers is the funniest guy. <laughs> is there anybody that's a prankster? I noticed that guys don't prank like they used to, but is there anybody that's a prankster? <sighs> Probably Acuna. Acuna is oh, really? the biggest prankster, I'd say. Yeah. Has there been a best prank? Has there been one that's pretty funny? Nothing really like crazy, but he'll just like, like around the horn, he'll just like look away. Oh, when I'm throwing the ball to him, look, look like he's not looking, and you've thrown it at his head, and all of a sudden, he... and then I like, I like almost throw it away a couple of times, and then, <laughs> um, he's always messing around. So like anything, just random stuff in the clubhouse. He, he seems um, he seems super quiet, and maybe some of that's the language. But around the you guys, is he is he? He's not. Up? He's not that quiet. No, he's not. He's he is. He. He's like maybe shy when you when you don't know him, but uh, once you get to know him, he's not as quiet. I think. Okay. And his English is getting good, right? Pretty getting good. Better. The English is getting better. Yeah. Getting better. That's good. Okay. All right. If you were in a back alley fight and you needed one guy standing there with you to take this on, who's the guy you want standing next to you? Kellen Strom. We sure. have had Strom. Yeah. Used to be Owen White before he got moved up, just because I think everybody thinks he's just. Well, somebody said Kellen has a big head. <laughs> I, I've heard that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, we have the we have the biggest head in Bruce Bochy. Yes. And, he, and you know he's an old catcher. He might have been. He might have been the answer a few you know thirty years ago, John. Yeah. Well, been. not thirty. Forty years ago, John. He might have been the answer. Hey, you know, I, I do got to give I got to give Thomas some credit here. Because okay. uh, yeah, he can't tell that I've lost a little weight, but I'm kind of doing some low carb stuff. Okay. And you know that I'm a big Waterburger guy, and he's told us he likes Waterburger, but he is a California guy, so he likes In and Out. In and Out does what a protein? You get your burger without a bun. They do it, wrap it in lettuce. Yeah. Cat and I did that last night after pickleball. Man, that thing's climbing up my. That was a good burger last night. That 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 In and Out. You're an In and Out guy. You've already admitted it, but I've yeah. always liked In and Out. But man, that was good. That was yeah, good. I don't know. I can do that. I mean, shit. You know, you're 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 working out every no, day. No, I'm not. But you're you're going for a burger, right? I want the whole experience. It was good. It was like eating a burger. No, no. He's gonna argue There's with you. A here. You gotta have a bun. <laughs> gotta have a bun. Did you have fries? I ate a couple fries, but I did not eat the bun. Was the word? All right, we're getting away from no. that. Burger with a bun fries well that's the best thing in the world but i weigh soft drink i weigh what i i weigh 230 pounds which i should be six three no. and i'm not thomas to see me hell he's he's <laughs> i'm three inches shorter than him if I, I ever if i ever murdered anybody and got the death penalty you would want burger fries in a soft drink. okay that's what you're going that's for. my meal you see where this goes with us too 
single vegetarian <laughs> time. I mean, this, this burger this, with a bun. If they brought it with lettuce, I'd say just kill me now. <laughs> okay. All right. So we got that on Strom. Hey, anything you're binge watching right now? Maybe you and Carter and and Evan and 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 his wife. Um, I myself am watching Suits right now. But, Suits. Okay. Hey, what? Yeah. What? I just started that. I'm on season. I think I'm at the end of season two. How far into it are you? I'm at the start of season three. Man, this is a good. Show. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Good Meghan show. Markle's in it. Yeah, Meghan Markle's in yeah. it. I, I just it just kind of fell into my lap, and I and that's an interesting show. All right, we got to keep up with what's going. on. It's a pretty interesting show. I like it. Okay, anything? What do you do on the team team bus ride? Anything? Are you just watching your show or sleeping? What are you trying to get done? You guys don't travel like you used to. You travel one day. It's on Tuesdays now, right? Or yeah pretty much tuesdays and sundays um i usually just try to get a little spot on the floor catch some sleep um maybe listen to some music or some podcasts well, maybe read a little bit rangers day baseball god he's always got to listen to this podcast right so <laughs> it makes it, it helps time fly by yeah absolutely all right. You know what? I think we've kept him long enough. I got more. I'll ask him another day uh, going into it. We'll get, let's see if we get one more out of him. Get one more out of him. Okay. All right. So, hey, let me ask you this. When you were growing up, who were you a fan of? Were you a, were you kind of near San Diego? Were you a Padre fan? Dodgers. I was a Yankee fan, actually. Yankees. Okay. From across town. Who was your hero? Who was your hero when you were growing up? We liked a lot of guys, but um, definitely Derek Jeter. I think everyone loved Jeter. That's good. That's that's a good one. So, how are you a Yankees fan? Yeah, how did that happen? If you lived in my, Southern California, my parents are from New York. Okay. I guess that's my excuse. You know uh, I that's... became more of a Padre fan as I as I got older, actually, towards Wait, high school. Were you born in California? I was. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if you had to make the cross country trip. Yeah, but you know, it, it. Me too. If I lived somewhere else and my kids were born in California and I was a Ranger fan, they would be Ranger fans because that's who I'd be watching all the time. Yeah, so, you know, um, I grew up in Denver and we didn't have baseball. Right. So I was a so whatever was on TV. So you were a Cub fan. Cubs, Mets, and Braves. Right. Yeah. Okay. So those were those were my teams, and then we'd go to spring training and we wouldn't see the Braves or the Mets, but see the cubs and i get it if your parents were new york fans i get why you were a yankee fan growing up and jeter <laughs> that's a good one all right if it's a baseball my son's on his own he gets to be a fan of whoever he wants that's true because he's you know you didn't he, grow up a ranger fan he's, he just cover born here he is a rangers fan but he he likes he likes uh luis on older brother a lot so he he likes the braves and uh <laughs> have you has has ronald ever come around he hasn't. He, uh, Louie went to a game in Texas that Ronald was playing in. Right. Y'all were in town that week. Yep. Yeah. But other than that, I don't think he has. I mean, Louie, as you call him, he, he's, he's got that same gear though, right? His, his, he's got the yellow cleats and the yeah, he got, head. he got something. I don't. This might have been last year, actually. He got an elbow guard from his brother. That's pretty cool. But um, yeah, he's got all the same, same stuff. Yeah, yeah. Their their dad's a big man. Yeah, but they're both shorter. I mean, even they're shorter. Yeah, even Ronald's not real tall. I mean, six foot maybe. Yeah, yeah. but um, 
Yeah, because remember, we we my family went to a Braves game last summer, and uh, Ron Washington hooked us up with tickets. God bless Wash. And we were in the we were in the the Braves players section, and a bunch of Acuna's were right in front of us, and his dad is like six four. Holy crap! Six three six. Mom <laughs> yeah. must be four seven. They're they're might be little people, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and they were, you know, nice as nice can be, but because um, Louis's not as tall as you, is he? No, because you're what about six foot? You're you're flying right at six, right? Yeah, close yeah. to it. All right, man. Well, look. Oh, and and uh, his, his hair, his hair, he went short. It looks good. Yeah, look at you. Short hair, <laughs> short hair is the way to go. Did did, did did Mrs. Carter make you do that, or you just decided tired of getting? <laughs> And did mom say, come on. Did mom say, hey, go to your haircut right now? <laughs> I just did it myself, actually. You know what might help? A hundred degree yeah. playing every night and a hundred degrees. It might just help not to have a shag up there. Yeah. Getting yeah. all in the way. Did you do it yourself? Like you have your own clippers or did you go to great clips or something? I went somewhere and then I got another haircut recently from Hatcher, actually. Oh, oh man. Hatcher. Yeah. So you did a pretty he, good job. That guy's got a lot of tools in his bag. Then he's, he's got a lot of tools. He's in his cutting bag. hair on the first base. <laughs> he can do it all. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know what? We'll do a fun one. If anybody on your team was going to be a movie star, who would it be? Oh gosh. Uh, Ryan Garcia. All right. That's who it is. With that, we like Ryan. We do like Ryan. I mean, almost all those guys have been on our show. They have, they have, and 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 you're one of the. We're we're getting into about maybe close to ten that have been on twice, but uh, yeah, you've been in demand trying to get you on here, Tom. Listen, man, we appreciate it so much you coming on. I know you got to take a little bit of time out of your day to stop down. It's always fun to see you. We'll see you out in Frisco when we're there. Anything else for him? No, just keep it up, man. Yeah, keep up the numbers and, uh, and and doing what you're doing. Thanks again, Tom, and we'll uh, we'll catch you out in Frisco. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That's Thomas and JC infielder for the Frisco Rough Riders and the Texas Rangers. Right after this, we're going to go down in the bus leagues. Down in the bus leagues is brought to you by the Round Rock Express. Jeff, what's going on in Round Rock? Well, you know, they're in the middle of a, a homestand right now against the Reno Aces, depending on when you're hearing this or watching this. Uh, they may be out of town, but – if, if you're listening on uh, the weekend of the 22nd, the 22nd is Round Rock Donuts Night. And if, if you've been following their social media, there's some there's some pretty good stuff on there. They're giving away Round Rock Donuts jersey. I would assume they're giving away Round Rock Donuts. If they're not, you know, I, w- I would be pretty upset. Uh, but, then, but then these guys go on a, a road trip for two weeks, two weeks dark at, at Del Diamond. Um, I tell you what, um, go ahead and – and come back on August 8th when they have, uh, they're going to have their Taco Tuesday as they do every Tuesday, dollar hot dogs every Wednesday. Uh, the brew review is sticking around for Thursday, August 10th. Uh, and then the 11th, they're having Chili Night with Brian Baumgartner. If you don't know who he is, he's the, the, the guy from, from the office who, who br- made the big pot of chili and spilled it in the office. So, anyway, uh, good Kevin. St- Kevin, good stuff always happening. In Round Rock, uh, and I tell you what, when August eighth comes around, that team might look a little bit different. So, uh, for more information, though, as always, go to malb.com/round-rock.
All right, a big thank you to Thomas and JC for joining us. Now, guys, by the by, from the Round Rock Express, it's time to go down in the bus leagues. Let's talk about the bus leagues. We're going to start at the bottom and go up. All right. We'll go to Down East, who are 11 and 10 right now, 3 and 7 in their last 10, and they've lost a couple. They're the only minor league team that's semi-scuttling a little bit. Well, they won the first half, so they're, they're a playoff team. Um, yeah, you know, it's probably just like what's happening with Tampa Bay. <laughs> you yeah. Know, all teams go through this. Um, they, they're, they're still not uh, an offensive juggernaut down there and down east, but the pit, the pitching's good. And, but, you know, the pitchers are going to have bad days, and if you can't score, you're going to lose games. So uh, that's kind of what they're going through. But you still – you still all the all the same names we've said a thousand times this, this season – uh, are, are still down there. Um, cur- you know, it'll be curious to know if, if Wyatt Langford ends up at, at down east. And um, You think they'd start him there? I think they might start him at Hickory. Well, here's the thing. Um, the, let's see. The highest position players the Rangers have taken in the last five years were Aaron Zavala in 2021 with the second-round pick. And then, you know, Foscu obviously was a first rounder in twenty, but he didn't have a minor league season. Right. So highest drafted position players who had an opportunity to play in the same year. All right. How about that? Yeah. Aaron Zavala twenty twenty one, Josh Young twenty nineteen. Where did they go? They went to Low A at the time for Young. Low A was Hickory. Right. Um, but that's where he went. He went to Hickory, and uh, Zavala went to went to Down East. So I'm not saying that those two guys are better prospects than than Wyatt Langford I honestly don't know but um just just going off a of recent track record this group hasn't changed a lot no the general manager changed but the same it's pretty it's much the largely the same people. group um, there have been a couple changes but um I would I would think that low a and I mean he can move up that's fine but what what Down East has going for them, as they did, as the low A teams did in nineteen and twenty one, is that they've qualified for the playoffs. So you could drop Wyatt Langford into a situation where he can get some success under his belt, and where he can play in the postseason and and, and get a feel for postseason baseball. And I know it's it's different no matter what level you're at. Um, so I, I would think that he would start at low A. That's my that's my guess, but I don't know. Hickory or Downies could definitely use him, um, just based on based on the the lineup. You know, Anthony Gutierrez is, is still down there. All all the guys, Cam Colley, yeah, uh, Moeller, you know, guys who. But none of them are just standing completely out right now. I mean, they're looking. Yeah. They're still young, and right. and they this is new pitching that they've never faced before, coming from where they come from. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, Lankford's an interesting thing. I I think you and I both got the feeling from Kip. That he is going to an affiliate. Yeah, he he, he all but said that, and and he wasn't gonna, to, you know, he's not gonna come out and tell you exactly. And he left he left an opening there for we maybe we won't, but but it, he certainly sounded like it, it. He didn't see a situation where he wouldn't go to the. Yeah, place. and Chris Young said it during the press conference the other day that you know, Langford wants to get out, and we're you know, right. he wants to play, but first we got to send him to Arizona. It's onboarding. Now they they're onboarding. On, onboarding and you know and he hasn't played since June. So right. you don't want to just say, "All right, guy, go play left field and throw the ball as hard as you can." And he's going to go hit in the cage. He's going to go Right. right. He's going to he's going to get built up. He's going to have a little spring training right in the middle of the 110 degree heat and 
Phoenix. I, bet he, he, I think he does. You know, there was a point where he kind of acted like he might even not even do any ACL games. But, I mean, why wouldn't you stick him yeah, in a game yeah, or two? Yeah, absolutely. Just, just, just be like, hey, go play today and go hit first and play left field and or whatever and just yeah, get rolling. Just and get, get, get some live pitching and game situations under your belt. Yeah. It may be like two or three games. Yeah. You know, but – Nevertheless, and if he goes zero for nine with nine strikeouts, it won't matter. They're gonna they're gonna hit him out to an affiliate. They're just yeah. trying to get some cuts going on him and doing that. Were you there for the batting practice? I was. So tell me where some of those were landing. No, the, no video really showed it. I heard he was going upper deck. Uh, I I think a couple times he he did, and I you know I I would hold the camera on him, so I'd be looking at the camera, <laughs> and, then you'd and look I up. could I couldn't you know I don't track the ball, I just track the swing, and so you would swing, whack, and then you know. Three, three or four good. seconds later, you could hear it hit something. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, that one cleared the fence. Yeah. So, um, if he hit the ball to right field, I was able to – because I was on – anyway. Did he uh, take any out to right field? No, not that I saw. Okay. But it was it was it – look, it looks like it'll do. Hey, it's exciting that he's going to be out there. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get him on in the next few weeks. Um, yeah. He's going to be busy getting, right. getting going. Right. But I think the Rangers, they've been really good with us about getting those guys on. But yeah, Oh, yeah. It's, it's on their – it's on their – uh they know that we want him. Stove. Yeah. yeah. They know we want him. Hey, let's go to Hickory. Hickory's 15 and 4. They're playing real good in the second half. Yeah. They're 6 and 4 in their last 10. They won last night. Um, you know, that that's a that that team right there, we knew all along had some decent talent on it and then now they're really starting to they're starting to pull together. That first half was a little bad yeah. for them. Yeah. You know, Abby, Abby Ortiz. My gosh. Gosh. What a He hit two the other night. Yeah, what a season he's putting together. Uh good for him. Um, good for the Rangers. Good but for. He's got to get the double A and do that because that's yeah. that jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know that he gets to double A this year, but maybe, maybe he does. Maybe at the end. I mean, it's not like they have a a list first baseman right. ta- taking taking at bats at, at Frisco. So, um, but again, that's that's just a fun fun little story. Uh, also, Lar- Larson Kendrich has been pitching a lot better, and Mitch Bratt's still there. So it's not uh, they, right. they, they've got they've got some. Did some, they just move guys. Brett to the development list or the IL? Did that? Did I see that? I don't remember. I got to check that real quick. Uh, yeah, let me look it up real quick. I thought I saw that. But who else there that uh, on that team? Uh, yeah, yeah, Max Acosta, who, who's been doing pretty well. Our, you know, a, a guy we've talked about all year, Cody Freeman, who's still learning to catch. You know, his brother uh, plays for the Indians, Tyler Freeman. And uh, that, that dawned on me the other night. It's like, hey, maybe I should go talk to Tyler and say, Cody's a good kid. We had him on our podcast. And yeah. I didn't make it over, but um, a, a good baseball family there. And uh, so it's – Yep, it, it's Mitch fun. Brad is on the injured list, seven-day uh, – seven yeah, it, it might be it might be a rest thing. Yep. Uh, his numbers are fine. I hadn't I haven't talked to, to, to anybody in player development for a week or so, so I, I'm, I'm catching up. So you're, you're going you're gonna to assume it's not Kumar Rocker, who's also on the IL. It's nothing like that. Yeah, I think they would have announced it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and Emilio Teoto, who's he starting had a, he had a he had a really good outing here uh, th- this past week, and you know he was he got hurt in his his second start, his elbow was bothering him. Um, turned out to not be anything like Kumar Rocker. Right, uh, they were very careful with him. He's a he's a smallish guy who throws a hundred miles per hour. So skinny, uh, real skinny guy. You don't want to put a. Uh, a Ferrari engine into a Volkswagen bug. So uh, they, they took their time with him, and, um, and that's good. He, need, he needs the innings. All these young guys need innings. Yep. Frisco. Frisco's 9-9. Nine and nine. They have stayed 500 all year. 
Yeah. They're 9-9, nine and 5-5 nine, five and five in their last 10, and uh, they did win one last night. Um, let me tell you, our guest, we've already talked about that. Yeah. Let me reiterate, he's hitting 310. He's got 13 home runs and an 881 OPS. I mean, um, wow. He's doing well. Carter, who's come back with a vengeance. Yeah. Um, and now they're really Acker. Well. you got Acker that's starting there now that got moved up. Yeah, Josh Steven it did, did end up on the injured list after uh, he left the, the start with the back deal. Uh, TK Roby should be coming back here uh, either late this month, which can't get much later than now, but um, or, or in August. Um, but the, the, news, the news there is Jack Leiter is on the development list uh, to work on his mechanics. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting. Um, I, I asked around a little bit about it, and, you know, one, one guy who we, we really trust said he has too many people in his head. They just need to let him figure it out. Well, they're, they're, they're not taking that route, but maybe they can give him the stuff that, that they're seeing if it's something that's obvious because, you know, he was pitching pretty well. Then he, then he took he, – he was on the – the list for just some rest. Then he came back and, and whatever had been working suddenly wasn't. So maybe they saw something, maybe it's a quick fix, but uh, they said he would be out indefinitely. Kind of reminds me, and you had mentioned this previously, you know, Roy Halladay came up when he was young. Went all the way back to A. Almost threw a no-hitter in his debut. And they sent him all the way back to A ball. He, had, he was struggling so much the next year. I'm not suggesting that's going to be what happened because A – Jack Leiter never pitched an A ball, which probably is looking like a little bit of a mistake. But um, I just think that that they're going to take their time with it. They want to get this guy right. They see the arm. They see all the metrics. They see the work ethic. It's just putting it all together. And uh, again, from 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 May from in May and June, he was really good. Well, they got it on the development list. It's it's sort of like an IL thing too, a rest thing. Why not do a rehab start and go down to Hickory and maybe pitch once or twice? And the crowd would be big because they would all want to run out and see this first-round pick, kind of like the Kumar Rocker pick, and then get in there, and he would probably, you know, do well against some of those younger players who are a little more swing-happy when he works on his stuff, but get a little confidence going. I think, like you said, this guy's – I don't think it's a confidence thing. I think, like you said, there's a lot of people in his head right now. I've seen it. His stuff is major league stuff. It is big. His problem is falling behind batters. Yeah. And when you're falling behind and pitching from a, a deficit, I, I'm, I don't care who you are. Yeah. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier. With Only uh, Jacob with, deGrom has with, the pitches to get with, out of it. With Taylor Hearn and yep. uh, Jonathan Hernandez. You've got to work ahead. There's a new guy at AA who's an old name that is back, and that's Matt Bush. Oh, uh, yeah. Who, they, uh, who, who the Rangers signed. He was DFA'd by uh, – he, he was released – by the Brewers, where they traded him for Antoine Kelly. And Mark Mathias. And Mark Mathias, who was great last year, by the way. I like Mark Mathias, really nice guy. But, um, you know, it's good to see Matt back. I think he was comfortable here. This was the team that really kind of resurrected him um, after all the issues he had. I hope he figured out. That was a great bullpen arm when he's on. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, he, he, like you said, throws hard. He he worked on his off-speed pitches. He became – Pretty good little reliever, and uh, he's dealt with so many injuries. Of course, you know he got off to a late, a, a late start with the Rangers because he of his legal issues. Um, but you know it's it's not dissimilar from the Josh Hamilton situation. The Rangers took him; they nurtured him. Matt Bush doesn't need an accountability guy, but um, you know the, they're guys who just get comfortable and and right. Um, 
Yeah, hopefully you're right. Hopefully he's enjoying staying at home right now. He lives in the Metroplex and can make the short drive to, to Frisco and, and hopefully whatever was ailing him gets fixed. So there's a, there's another guy you can put in the and, mix. And don't, and don't look past the point where there, there's a point in your head, too. It's like, you know what? No pressure. I've just got to go out, figure out my crap because they're giving me a chance here and there's there's no pressure on me. I, I could either retire and go home or I can maybe figure this out. Yeah. So maybe he can and he could help. That That's an arm that could help if he gets his stuff together. We know he's sure. a back-end guy. Sure. On the offensive side, obviously, we talked about Evan Carter, how good he's been playing. Aaron Zavala hit a bomb last night. Yeah. He's kind of – what's Aaron doing now? He started off really slow. Yeah. When he, but he was c- coming off injury – uh, he's got four home runs. He's hitting 215, 682. But, man, he, he was, like, hitting 100 there for yeah. a few weeks. I mean, he, he was really uh, not not doing well. So Yeah, and uh, Acuna's been great. Yeah, so. and Acuna's been great, obviously, on offense. Um, all right, so let's go to AAA. Okay. Round Rock Express, uh, who, by the way, who's brought us this segment today. Uh, Round Rock Express are 12-6. and six. They're 8-2 and two, uh, in their last 10. They've lost one. Um that roster is going to look different, I think, eventually too. There's some well, guys there that could. All the all the rosters are going to look different, but yeah, you look at you look at AAA and you know, guys who are could be trade pieces. You have um, Dustin Harris, who's 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 been playing better at AAA than he was at AA. Right. Uh, he's a forty man guy. Um, you know, Sam Huff's been really really good. I don't think they would trade Sam though because. Uh, they're going to potentially have need for a catcher next next season if Garver doesn't re- isn't re-signed. Um, Garver has an option, right? They got to no, pick. he doesn't. He's he's at the end of his ar- arbitration, uh, so he's he's he goes into free agency. Okay. Um, uh, you know, John, John Ornelas had a, had a nice little twelve game hitting streak that ended the other night. Davis Wenzel's still popping home runs. Um, you know, there are a lot of names out there. Um, that are, that are going to be involved in trades. I mean, you know. There's three or four of them that are probably ready to be in the big leagues. They're just blocked. Yeah. No, I, I think that's fair to say. Wenzel, yeah. you've got J, J, uh, uh, Julio Pablo Martinez, Martinez. yeah, who's played unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, I always – somebody brought up something that was kind of interesting and would be funny about that if that guy ended up being used in a deal that brought Otani here because that's the guy they went and got when they lost out yeah, on Otani. Yeah. You brought up how disappointed – He was playing B, yeah. Yeah, how disappointed they were that they didn't get Otani, but they went out mm-hmm. and got him. Mm-hmm. And who started out hot when he first came over here and did well, and then he kind of tapered off for some reason. But he, you know what? He's he's only, what, 25? No, he's 26, 26 or 27. I mean <clears> – <throat> But sometimes it's later. And it, yeah, guys come at their own, at their own, on their own path, on their own timeline. Another Cuban, <laughs> and let's look at the Cuban. Uh, the Cubans, know. yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just you know, going from Cuba to the United States, it's a big deal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and uh, he also needed LASIK surgery; he had it last year. Um, but yeah, it's hard to hard to say that he's not. Shouldn't get a little opportunity. Well, I I, I got to be honest with you when uh, Garcia. Got hurt the other night for a little bit there. I, I thought to myself, I wonder if this might be an opportunity to see JPM come up here and 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 do something. Uh, it sounds like Garcia's not going to go on the IL. So yeah, there was, no, there was nothing on the X-ray or anything right, to that. Right, right. Same thing. What that. happened? I mean, I was trying to follow he, it on. He the, got hit by a pitch. He got hit by a pitch. Yep. Okay, where did it hit him? It hit it hit him on the pad or right around the pad. So I think it might have been some. It was the eighth inning. Rangers were ahead. But they put Josh in to, to run for him, right? Yeah. Josh Smith. Well, they, they might have done that. Well, they usually don't run for Garcia, but 
precautionary getting yeah, in into the town. Whatever. It's fine. The best thing is that Gray, we didn't talk about in the big leagues, that that turned out to be nothing. Yeah. It was 112 miles an hour. Yeah, and that hurts. That's that that's an ouch. Yeah. Uh, one more on round rock. Cole Wynn pitched well. Uh, his He's coming out of the bullpen now. Yeah. Um, but that's not their long-term plan with no, him. No, but, but maybe that's how he's comfortable right now and just finding him a routine and something that works. So Three innings shutout the last time he was out, I believe. I thought it was more than that. I thought it was like five. Was it five? I yeah. thought it was three. Um, I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll but anyway, uh, he uh, Baseball America came out with its top 30 prospects, and Colwyn is 25th, which is – Tells you something, but Wyatt Langford, Evan Carter, and Sebastian Walcott. Sebastian Walcott's now third for for uh, Baseball America, and you look. We didn't talk about the Arizona Complex League, but he's just destroying it. You know, he's he's Is a he young and he's a he's a young seventeen. Remember that. You think he'll go to Down East? Yeah, I do. I think I think he's he. You know, Anthony Gutierrez last summer was in went went tore up the Dominican. Came to the ACL, started out hot, tapered off, didn't get bumped to to down east, and they thought they would. Well, this is kind of the opposite. Um, Walcott wasn't very good in, in the Dominican for a couple, some some various reasons. One of which is you know he he's an English speaker. Yeah. Um, he came here and he's just taken off. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets gets up to to down east this year, even though he's only seventeen. Well, you saw in my top twenty, and y'all that saw that that I think that if Langford gets promoted, uh, look Carter when Carter leaves and gets up to the major leagues, it's obviously Langford's probably going to move up there. I don't know yet. We'll see how he plays as a pro, but I think Walcott's a guy that could be the top prospect in this organization within the next year or two. Yeah, I, I really think that. Guy. Depending on what happens ahead of him, it, that's a good problem. If that guy's your second or third prospect, that means you've got some good players because I think that's a that's going to be a top 10. He might be a top 15 guy in all of baseball in a few years. He might be. I mean, that, that's how good yeah. he is. Well, this has been a good one. Yeah. Been a fun one. Uh, we talked a lot. Yeah. That's good. Thomas Jacy, great for him to come on and yeah. talk to us. Uh, <laughs> he's always interesting to talk to. But, you know, the, the, a lot of fun. Guys, you're going to be out there all weekend. We got the Dodgers in town. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I might try to get to Sunday's game. I've got a little personal stuff i got to take care of tonight and tomorrow. Uh, good friend. By the way. The family of, of, of Sharon Ballou, my, she was like my other mother growing up. She passed away this last week, so I'm going to be a pallbearer on a funeral. Um, loved her to death. She chewed my ass out more than as uh. much as my mom did when I was growing up. Um, but uh, So my, my best buddy's coming in town, all the sisters. We're going to head out to Vernon tonight and, and go see the family. But hopefully I get to go back. I'm missing the Dodgers, and it stinks. I've planned on being out there tonight. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, uh, those are always tough. Um, but you got obligations, and as life, adults, life happens, man. Yeah, life happens, and as adults, we got to take care of them. Yep. Guys, this has been fun. Number 90's in the book. We're 10 away from 100. We got to figure out something fun to do for 100. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be, it might Maybe. be right during the postseason. It could be. That might be fun. We're going to have a good one coming up. For all of you that have been a part of this one, don't forget to, hey, Round Rock Express. Frisco Rough Riders, big thanks to them. Also, big thanks to, uh, to the Dub Network for putting us on there. $5.99 a month. $60 for the year, $35 for that. Until next time, guys, we will see at the yard.